Hello, Jesus. Welcome. Your waveform looks great, Devin. Thank you. Your waveform looks great too, Amber. Thank you. And so does yours, Jesus. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. That's really good. What have you been up to? I just went to a meditation thing. A meditation uh, thing? Yeah. Amber just asked me about it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Ask about it again, Amber. <laughs> yeah, I was this curious. Is a great start. Um, you had mentioned that it had something to do with like sort of harm town i don't know yeah. if it was a roundabout way or just straightforward but mm-hmm. um i wanted to hear that was harman doing meditation with you harman was there harman was just there he was oming it was beautiful uh no it was um basically we we're discussing a book about natural bravery natural and bravery. Uh, deciding to be vulnerable and open and straight up these people are just like yeah my dad died and i didn't think i would bond with my like it's really open like mm-hmm. crazy stuff like yeah yeah was it like embarrassing or was it like inspiring no it was inspiring sounds it was like very... group therapy i have been to group therapy and yeah. you, you think as an antisocial person you're gonna hate group therapy but then you get there and you're like everybody's antisocial and everybody has something to share and connect with each other and it's suddenly like not so scary anymore yeah, that's it's everyone's talking about their barriers and then like, you know, I hate barriers, right? And like, yeah, fuck barriers. So we we drop them as a group <laughs> and then we we're open and stuff and um I mean, my barriers gets down pretty fast cuz I used to be like, you know, drama geek and I love the attention, so I'm I am trying to balance that whole listening and talking and not always quipping or whatever. Um, but uh, these people are just open talking about, you know, loss of loved ones and like their kind of deep insecurities. And it was, it was beautiful. It was, it was, you know, it was, I think it felt like what I want Harmontown to be. It was, it's a group of people being open and deciding, you know, like here in this place, we're going to be ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, something that I appreciate about Harmontown that, cause I, I, for some reason, I've, I've thought about it for a lot of, for a long time uh-huh. why i don't like why i don't enjoy a lot of other super raunchy stuff is that it feels forced it feels like raunchy for raunchy's sake and all that yeah but harmontown what the reason that it gets so sexual so weird and uncomfortable is not because they're trying to make it that way it's just they are that honest about it's all the stuff value. that's going yeah it's not shock value yeah. they talk it's about honesty. the pen the the sharpie pen up the butt and rob scolding scalding his asshole not be <laughs> i mean you know to be funny but also just because it's an environment that uh you feel safe talking about yeah that. it lets that yeah. stuff out no, it was risky i mean mm-hmm. there's a difference between like a edgelord yeah it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah like ah fuck your mom fuck hitler's mm-hmm mom with my mom i don't know and sounds good <laughs> see that that's the difference between edgelord and comedy gold oh my God. <laughs> but yeah. yes and you know being honest because it, it it is an embarrassing story and he just straight up said it mm-hmm. like uh i think I, I i do make the joke i guess yeah the joke that like Harmon kind of ran through a lot of his a material in the first couple episodes mm-hmm. yeah uh, <laughs> It's still good, you know, but it's just the yeah, intense, deep stories. In I the mean, beginning. that's what set up the rest of Harmontown, yeah. though. If it, I mean, like, a material or not, like, you got to start with that stuff so that everybody knows, like, knows you and knows that you're comfortable with being open and everybody else can be open. And it created that ripple, that earthquake created that fault line that went, exactly. went down farther and they were able to mine for that and inspire following episodes that way 
the, the first episodes were earthquakes, mm-hmm. and then the rest were after shockwaves, aftershocks, I guess. Yeah. And, and but then, good ones, yeah, like, the, entertaining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we exploit the delicious old oil and gold that exactly. Yeah, yeah. Hidden underneath mm-hmm. that, that gets revealed. Talking about like the early episodes, where did you first like start listening to those old episodes? Um, so, or I guess, I, where did you first learn about Dane Harmon specifically, and then? All right. So I, I like Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name, I noticed his name, but he didn't. He's just he's just a writer. If you don't like follow him, he's just mm-hmm. it's easy for him to blend. He's he's a dang writer, you know. Um, By design, I'm sure. But I really loved Community. I didn't. I didn't seek him out. I saw some interviews, and I was like, "Oh, this guy sounds cool," you know. But Harmontown was actually, um, it was just a new and noteworthy podcast at the time. Mm-hmm. And when I like, oh, I'll click that, check it out, and yeah, just I loved it. It was honestly, um, you know, I kind of joked that it saved my life, kind of, um, only in the way that like I was so depressed and bored at work and I'll always remember the moment that I was like shoveling some like greasy hot metal and there's like it's all loud and there's like all this noise and I was listening to Greg Poops talk about uh, whirling his penis around in a circle (laughs) to create a protective urine spell and I was (laughs) laughing out loud like I legit laughing out loud Mm -hmm. and I was just so happy like what what is this feeling what's going on right now yeah, and it just, yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it's amazing that I was the, I, I could be that happy at work, and yeah, I'll always be grateful mm-hmm. for that. That's honestly, like, like in the Harmontown extended edition for mm-hmm. the documentary. Yeah. There's a scene where he's he and Jeff are writing the Eric Idle song that they sing, uh-huh. um, and he, he he talks about how he wants literally like for ditch diggers people in the most unglamorous areas of work uh-huh. to be able to have a moment where they're able to laugh at that sort of thing mm. um that just made me think about that again yeah yeah it's um it was good <laughs> it was, yeah um, uh, but yeah I, I listened to every episode i listened to every episode like a few times back then because you know i had a lot of time to kill i was at work um uh, it's it's different now. Like I don't, you know, it, it it I have to listen to it in my own free time, so it's not as like purely joyful, like trying to kill time. But I still listen to it. You know, mm-hmm. I did skip for a few. Episodes. Yeah, I've 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 taken <laughs> some some hiatuses from it recently oh, as well. Right. Sorry, think about that. <laughs> I I actually took a pretty long hiatus, like a year long hiatus, after my dad started getting really big on that oh yeah like um, um it embarrassing it wasn't embarrassing because it's not like well like when you know how when like your parent starts it it's not yeah it wasn't cool, cool anymore, anymore. Yeah. it was like I, I was listening to it and i was like oh this is my my new thing and the whole do we talk- damn it jane <laughs> yeah honestly <laughs> the biggest killer of harmontown Earthshine jane um but we but i mean like and then also there was that weirdness that i think also you sort of it was weird for you too mm-hmm. the weirdness that sort of happened with honestly you're you're very right the weirdness we'll get into that because you know being honest now, I mean. yeah um we'll get into the whole and thing. it's not to shame anybody no like, every, we understand how this develops it's natural but, human but nature nature to revere people Mm. see them parasocial relationships and 
uh, it's just a psychological she thing. She sort of became a, a Harmontown goddess in some ways. And a lot of mm. people, and it, it got, and it, it's not anybody's fault because that's, uh, as you said, it's, it's just a psychological thing that happens when you connect with someone that you don't actually really know. Right. Um, just because they're so honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to, like, I know them and they're like this, but, like, you don't know everything. Mm-hmm. And if you knew everything, you'd be like, okay, it's just a normal person. Yeah. But, like, you just see the best versions of these people. Honest, yeah. but the best. And not to say that the version that I know is in any way a bad person, obviously, right. but it's just uncomfortable everything. to be part of that community mm. where that I referring am, your parents. Yeah, referring like my parents. And I'm like, I think I'm gonna like I just sort of stop, stop being. B- comfortable like just the comfortable little bed to go to and when when you say community do you mean the official website the subreddit i just mean sort of the feeling of of being a part of something when you're listening to it because i was never part of the facebook group or the reddit group very much but just when you're listening to it it feels like you're part of it and it feels like you're part of something and i didn't really feel comfortable being part of something that you know where I'm getting with that. Yeah, I got, I got a vague idea. <laughs> the idea that my dad would ever go on the harmony does like it's just completely like it would never happen. <laughs> so yeah, where where my dad would become such an integral yeah, part yeah, 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 of yeah. Harmontown in a lot of people's eyes, yeah. it, it got weird. You, you, I think you've successfully described I mean, the situation. I can't because, really imagine that because one. it was okay. your thing, yeah. and then yeah, it you was my shared thing. it. It was so important. You shared it with your dad, who then accidentally ended up becoming part of that thing that you love, and then you're like, mm-hmm. wait, what? Do you feel like there was any like maybe a little bit of jealousy? Yes. Yeah, I do think there was. <laughs> I had that hardcore with like Adam Goldberg, and I like mm-hmm. before I got to go on, I was like, "How does he get to go on?" I wish oh, I yeah? could go. Like I, well, I, I, I never... he didn't really get to go on. <laughs> that was made very... get to go on. That sort uh-huh. of pushing. Very I evidently know. clear that he wasn't really. A he lot. got on. He yeah. got on. He didn't. <laughs> that's that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, and it, it was entertaining though, definitely. Right. But like you know sort of mm-hmm. impromptu a little bit yeah i don't think that it, it wasn't like super um because i always I, I was never jealous of adam goldberg i was more I've, just i was actually mildly impressed because mm-hmm. that is something i would never in a million years be able to mm. do i mean not it's not polite <laughs> but also right. it's so proud of yourself so mm-hmm. strong and independent to feel that i can do this i have something important to say yeah. that's still really powerful and, and like exciting yeah and I, th- I saw adam more that way because also you went to a lot of the live shows yeah so and and actually dan described it in that a lot of the people who went to live shows they dislike adam as a whole because they're all holding it in like, because they're holding in up there. whereas people yeah. who listen to the podcast because I've we're both from upstate New York yeah 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 and so we're like oh yeah uh. if only we could be there we'd be just like Adam <laughs> no, no no we wouldn't but we'd, we'd at least have we'd you have the option that you say you might be that no. I knew very clearly I you know <laughs> right 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 Adam's gonna be on the next episode that we're yeah, recording yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we love Adam but no we would not be like Adam <laughs> I, no, and in it's, that time and I mean that's that's part of my own insecurities though is is the the fact that i don't put myself out there i've only recently started to see that the work that i do and the things that i create are like actually something that could be considered work Mm -hmm. or something worthy Mm -hmm. of people buying or putting effort into or liking and i'm just like oh so the things i make Mm -hmm. or the things i have to say or the things that the opinions i have are actually like 
important and part of like a community as a whole. Mm. I'd say that the character of Adam Goldberg comes because he portrays a character on the show that sort of... Um, well, Dan Harmon described him as a Hamburglar. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that he comes with a lot of audacity mm. that you're able to connect with and sort of imagine and sort of project onto yourself sometimes, which can be a very good trait. It can be it can be a lot if it's in excess, like, but to, to have as much audacity as the character of Adam Goldberg has can be pretty exciting. Right. I mean, there's a sense of, there's like several different things that you're getting there. You're getting like jealousy. You're mm. getting like, oh, whoa, cringy kind of, but also at the same time you're getting like, admiration right and there's just and i mean like it's a very weird combination but like it was a very exciting unique meme of harmontown in a way i was just seething with jealousy (laughs) like this live show and it it was really interesting because like i um you know i used to perform and stuff but it was different it was my favorite show and it Mm -hmm. was like a combination of like ego and like hubris i'm like i wish i could go on and really it really made me jealous like did you dis? Did that make you dislike Adam, or did it just? Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. In the beginning, it did, and then after I went on and listened to myself, like that kind of went away, and just yeah, he's just a person. He actually does pretty good, considering it's like nerves and all that stuff. His mm-hmm. voice is actually very clear. He has a good radio voice um, compared to other people I've been on. He's fairly entertaining. Yeah, um, he's a funny guy. He had yeah. things that were interesting to say, and he yeah. knew it, and so he said it, mm-hmm. and that was like what. <laughs> I do feel yeah. bad he never got a chance to DM. I think he would have been good. I am. I'm, yeah. He, that, what it, that's, a, mul- that that's a multiverse world I'd like to glance <sighs> yeah. into. Well, maybe one day. We are kind of creating a multiverse world here. Oh, my gosh. A little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's uh, the dot, dot, dot after Armantown. Uh-huh. I, I made uh, uh, we'll, we'll Adam DM for me once. Really? Yeah, yeah. He was what, good. He yeah. was really good. Like, was it like an ongoing thing or just like a I momentary would, thing? I would, I cool. Would, That's awesome. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. It would be so cool. A DM battle. <laughs> Imagine no, like, like a two rap battle. DM ba- like people like mm-hmm. setting up a situation and like trying to like get it to like sort of like you know like check like. Nah. I mean, you could do improv like okay, now it's your turn. Now it's your turn. Something. Uh-huh. Something. It'd have that, to be moderated in some way, but yeah. that sounds that really sounds fun. Fun, right? It'd be interesting. We can keep that in yeah. mind. Um, I don't know how that would work, but it I, there's some. It sounds fun. What was what sort of game? What it was, was it running? Uh, fate. So I can nerd out a bit because this is podcast is for nerds. So I'm just gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and talk about fate. Uh, highly recommend. There's only fate accelerate. You only have to remember six numbers. That's it. That's there's, my kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's honestly it was a whole different world. There was no stats to keep track of. It was just those six numbers. You can pretty much do whatever you feel like and just kind of vaguely uh, categorize it in one of your six approaches. You could be smart, stealthy, flashy, or something else about it. Yeah. This is, do you buy this like in a book? Cause it's free. I, I'm, it's actually free. I'm, I, this is everything out, that I've go, wanted. Go oh, free. that sounds good. I'm it's excited. always easier to like... Because I try to play D&D, but it gets... It gets a little I'm, overwhelming. I'm, I'm really bad at numbers. When you talk to numbers. Adam, yeah. But I think he's down to nerd funny. out about... <laughs> cool. I'd love to talk to Adam about that. But you yeah. are funny. I'm funny, R&D. but I'm really bad at... Oh, I have I've so always been stories. bad at figuring out games. This would be the best system for you, because it's okay. really like... It's about what you want to do, mm-hmm. and the numbers are just an excuse to do that. Does that make Perfect. sense? Yeah, absolutely. It just, I, I love yeah. like comedy and story and stuff, right. not so much like... I mean, leveling up is fun, but like I'm so much more into <clears throat> the characters interacting and doing stuff. Yeah, you are, however, always the one. Like when when we get a new board game, 
I immediately hand the rule book to you just because you're, you're able to figure it out really, really good. And then I'm just like sort of sitting in the corner things. waiting for you to be done figuring it, it out. doesn't, I don't know. And then like I still forget how to do it every... That is the one thing that I am very good at. That is the only thing you're good at, Amber. No, no. I'm good at something. You're good at a lot of things. Did you enjoy being guest, a guest on stage? Like what? Overall, um, yes. Mm-hmm. I did. I kind of hated myself for it because like, oh, I did this and I did that. And I like, you know, listened to it a few times. Um, it was okay. It was, it was interesting. I really appreciated that, like, even though I was kind of drunk and high and skipping a lot, Dan mm-hmm. Harmon seemed to, like catch what i was saying because he was you know he's that smart and he's you know also he's also drunk and high (laughs) and skipping are you saying this even though i skipped (laughs) like three sentences of like what i was trying to say Mm -hmm. and um it was cool it was it was cool everyone chanted my name i loved it yeah Yeah, that how did the how did the faith healing did the faith healing whole tent system like make you i I imagine that it didn't cure everything as at the time like um I did have like a barrier up from, you know, being nervous and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, it's funny how like at the time, like, you know, after the show, you get, oh, yeah, you were on the show. Good job. You know, and mm-hmm. everyone's nice to me and stuff. And I really like, I love that. You know, who doesn't love everyone? Telling you, you did a good center, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Being center of attention and junk. Um, uh, but then like, I really only enjoyed it. Like afterwards, like listening to it and being able to be calm and like, oh, that actually happened. Mm-hmm. I remember Beefsteak Bill, Bill with one L, talking about how he, or was it Bill? Somebody, did Bill bring the rocks? Yeah, or, Beefsteak okay. Bill also brought rocks. Okay. Dang, I don't remember the exact context, but somebody, it, it was either Bill or somebody else, um, who had come up and they had... It was Bill. Okay. Yes. Because, because, um, bag of rocks. Yeah. Yes. Bag of rocks and the fungus. And he was up on stage and he was so embarrassed about having brought the fungus. Yeah. And he was having an emotional moment. And then later he, um, talked about how he only felt the embarrassment mm. and the hatred of everyone. Right. I've got fungus on my meat. I was promised good meat. And that's how he, f- what yeah. he was absorbing in. The shame. He couldn't feel. Then he listened to it later and he was like, oh my God, that was a hilarious podcast. Everyone right. loved that there was fungus on the meat. Yeah, that yeah, made yeah, it yeah. really great. And he, but he, at the time, he didn't notice that's any what, of that. That's, but that's, I, I would say that's, um, I'm very into like, energy that people like mm-hmm. i'm very into mm-hmm. energy meditation all that kind of stuff and i believe that like when you're, you're setting out well it's a, a lot of curiosity research and mm-hmm. such just because that stuff's interesting to me um <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah into it devin but uh, yeah i'm, I'm interested too. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to leave you hanging there. <laughs> but, I am also interested. Yeah, Go it's on. Really, it's really interesting stuff, but when you are letting out sort of negative thoughts or negative vibes, mm-hmm. you are on the, sort of how I see it, you're on the same, or how other people have described it, frequency of those thoughts. So you're picking up anybody who might be uncomfortable, any of that. You're not able to pick up any like humor or laughter or happiness. Mm-hmm. It's like a any, leaf. What, what do you mean? The reason leaves are green is because they only pick up the frequency of light that they use, mm-hmm. but then they expel 
the green light. They don't need green light for their photosynthesis. Right, right, right. So that's what's being expelled out of it and going into our eyes. I was so, going to say like an evil dream catcher. That's another good one. But like, there's lots of good. There's a lot of good analogies here. Place, we'll, we'll get back to some more good analogies. But on the bright side, if you're in a positive place, if you're like yeah. ready to like accept good positive vibes, and you're giving it off, you're like you're feeling good about yourself. You're gonna see. You're gonna see all of all of that goodness. You're yeah. gonna see the admiration in people's eyes. You're gonna see the laughter. You're not gonna be looking specifically for anybody who's mm -hmm. fulfilling that it's idea that you have about yourself and also i imagine that he took a nap or went to sleep before having listened to that audio which you know resets your energy yeah gets yeah, you into yeah. a more neutral state it's just easy i mean it's like when you're there in the live show it's a different it's risky it's risky like you, you know your people you care about especially like harmontown is a specific like um uh, audience mm -hmm. um, there's a type show show business adjacent I mm -hmm. would say or even just show business it's a show business podcast. Robin Williams was on the show yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow. so it's um, That's so cool I know with some of your favorite people so yeah the stakes are just a lot higher like if I was performing with like other people that are famous <clears throat> but I didn't really care about it it'd be different but mm -hmm. since it's Dan Harmon you know a writer I like and like people I like I don't know it's just yeah you don't want to let them down and at the same time, there is this kinship with everybody that you're you're hoping to give a specific. You want to do well for everybody. Yeah. Because like when you're up there, it's not just about you. It's like, oh, now I have to think about everybody listening. Kind of, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I saying the right thing? Which I think you even mentioned, like. Mm -hmm. When you when you have we're up there, um, you obviously. Like they, you, you talked about how you were working with SpaceX uh -huh. and everyone sort of talked about how they, 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 they were sort of imagining it being a, like a really cool job. Like you're working on right. spaceships and did you, how did that make, make you feel like, because I, mean, I understood like at a glance mm -hmm. it's, it is cool and it's like, it's definitely, you know, I've had much shittier jobs before and since, mm -hmm. um, but it's uh, it's just really stressful and it's really tedious and it's really like it's hard work, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember uh, to get kind of vague, like when I first went in, I still had like all these kind of hopes and like ideas for like things I wanted to do. For spaceships or for uh, artistic stuff? For, for artistic stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make so many <laughs> spaceships. Artistic stuff. And the more... Uh, Sorry to sound kind of depressing. The more I gave up hope of that, Do it. the better I was able to focus on my actual job and like yeah. just be there. Oh yeah, yeah. Devin, remember remember the place I worked at? The call center. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was soul crushing as well. And dishwashing can that right. I, I dishwash at a bar. That can yeah, also but you be have, like, funny crushing. people. Around yeah, it's you. not nearly as bad as right. The people keep you alive. And it also, I had to interact with people not the good kind of people and also they were all like it just they were all angry customers was angry. <laughs> yeah so i was just getting yelled at a lot mm -hmm. but i did get a few people to be like i am sorry for yelling at you mm -hmm. you were very nice and i was like thank you <laughs> <laughs> um but i know that it can sort of become like a survival instinct mm -hmm. to because most of your time is spent at this job and the job is the most difficult part of your life probably like mm -hmm. the most complicated most stressful yeah, 12 hours um, a day is sucks and 
but your brain desperately has to figure out a way to keep it from sucking as little mm-hmm. make it suck as little as possible and so you sort of get automatically trained to I, uh not dream yes. of anything beyond that because uh, i wasn't working hard enough when i was daydreaming like, yeah it wasn't enough and I when you didn't work focus. hard enough then it got harder we for had you. people yeah. in the call center who would check the quality and you actually got scores on how yeah. the call went and if you failed to call it was like a an issue over time but it got to, i was like i want to do good and like it was like so i stopped doing other things and started focusing really hard right. on getting really good at this so i got really good scores and everything but then i like never did anything for me i would come mm-hmm. home and like sleep i would crash get up go back to work either that or even train like do flashcards for the key code commands and that i wanted to be really fast at it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i don't want to yeah because it's it because it, both suck like daydreaming and escaping and thinking i'd rather be somewhere else also sucks you know but also losing yourself also like mm-hmm. I, I guess i want to say maybe if you just like you're meditative and you're focused and you're there and then when you go home you're like being you're mindful of, of, of each moment whether yeah, you're yeah, at yeah. work or you're at home mm-hmm. i had um, i had a hard definitely mm-hmm. i had a teacher a professor um when i was at art school who but he helped me through some difficult moments in my life when i was really having a hard time balancing my work with like my uh my school work with my life and he told me that when he was in school and he was like reading things every day and writing things every day for other people that even just reading one page of his own of, of, of a book that he wants to read right before bed can keep a surprising amount of insanity at bay right like just I did not even do just that. yeah yeah i know you didn't. I did not do that <laughs> You just, all you did was sleep and work pretty much. And I've gotten into that habit as well with dishwashing. But yeah, just doodling something, drawing a quick, stupid little comic that you can post on Instagram. Um, I mean, it's like, uh, I'll just say it without mm -hmm. uh, qualifying it. It's like, you know, in the Holocaust, when the grandpa made a dinosaur out of like bread for his niece. Probably wasn't a dinosaur. I think it was like a horse. Like, is, are you alive. speaking is this a story that we should know <laughs> is this Schindler's List I've never seen it because uh, that is Steven Spielberg I'm he's sure into it dinosaurs like chicken soup for the soul <laughs> uh-huh. I, I think it happened okay yeah say that again the story right, I, so, I was too caught up uh, on the dinosaur Holocaust thing. survivor yes. like um, out of his like precious like rations mm-hmm. made like a, yes. a horse out of bread <laughs> mm-hmm and then gave it to like when he escaped he gave it to his like uh like daughter or something she's like what is this this is like a weird horse made out of of bread and she thought it was gross but like to him it was like he needed to make art to like it's not a mandatory thing yeah yeah for humans honestly like going back and looking at cave paintings you can tell that even in the hardest you mean it is mandatory it is mandatory yes you said it's not mandatory. yeah i forgot what mandatory meant (laughs) (laughs) It, it is mandatory it is not a choice and even the hardest t- situations of human and civilization, it, even before civilization, yeah. y- y- you got to do it. And I think, and then there are some people who need it even more. Like, like for, I don't know. If yeah, 100%. I, like compulsory. I feel like for me, if I didn't, it got, when I wasn't doing any art or any writing or anything, um, I 
got bad it got bad and then i mean honestly if i not if i had not we got the branch that i worked at closed so everybody got laid off and that if that not had not happened i Mm. probably wouldn't have made it Mm. like you want to remind everyone what day that happened november 1st and want to tell our listeners what day we're recording it's november third it's november third yes <laughs> we we came to yeah. la november first a to year work on after a your thing closed down yes yeah, so oh that was this year it was an anniversary the anniversary oh, of the, the day anniversary. the anniversary year. of the day i got laid off was the day that we came to la to work on our podcast congratulations yeah it's pretty cool it's everything works out for a reason and and you, you we wouldn't be here if you were still working at yeah. no at it would not place. that would not have happened i would not be here recording this <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little i'm a little skeptical about like tarot cards but i, I do it for fun you know and like the symbolism mm-hmm. and the there's only one that's kind of like oh shit this is gonna suck uh it's like the tower and it represents like chaotic upheaval because death is actually just a change it yeah be subtle mm-hmm. but the tower is like people falling off. I always it's get like, scared when I get it because yeah. I'm like, oh, dang it, something's going to happen. Yeah. I got that the day I got fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the only time. Yeah. I, the thing I think about tarot is not the cards are magic. It's that you are. You are. Yeah. Yeah. It's, because it's cause like, for example, knowledge like within you the had self. a prophetic dream this morning. Yeah, I did. That you, you well, he dreamed last night that you told your dad about and your dad was like literally doing exactly the thing that mm. you had no idea about. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this is such a weird dream. I got to call my dad right now <laughs> and let her know about this. And then I was like, ming, ming. and I was like, hey, yeah, it was about music and uh, the history of sound and all that sort of thing. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing a project on the history of sound <laughs> right now when you called me. And did not have any inclination right. towards that. So I think when it comes to tarot cards, the, you know what's going to happen because you also can read environments and you can read. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you know. It works in a secular way as well as a spiritual brain, way. So I think it's, it's, it's both psychological and spiritual. I think they, they blend together pretty well. Yeah. Um, and because of that, you're picking up on those things. You're able to read into it. Right. It helps you. What it does is it doesn't tell you the future per se. It tells you what you already know Thinking in a way that it. makes yeah. you look at it, like yeah. face it. Yeah, I dig it. It's cool. Maybe you knew in one way or another that you were no, going to get fired. I was completely surprised. <laughs> well, uh-huh. sometimes, once again, that's the spiritual part. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. part that sometimes you know, but you don't know. But you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, something's going on, but like, why do you know? It, there's no reason to I believe just, it. I was it's pretty just, happy. That's all I know. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Sometimes losing your job, like I was sad. Well, it saved your I life. was, I was, yes. Yeah. It, I hated it there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it wasn't necessarily that the place was bad. It's just it gets to you. Yeah. Like, there's so much neg- negative energy within the air that it really just started then, like, wearing you down, it, making you sicker, making I got, you. I got very, very ill, both physically and mentally. Right. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the commune. Let's talk about the Harmontown commune. Where, mm-hmm. where we have cool jobs. Yeah. Yes! It came out on the other end. It came out so much better. What is your dream job, Jesus? My dream job? Making video games. Making video games. video games? That'd be cool. Do you uh, have... There's a lot of things in between, mm-hmm. though. I, I don't mind working in production, like just normal, like, hands, oh, I got the sheet metal, let me slap mm-hmm. it on this. It's just... So uh, long as you have time in between, sort of. Yeah. More mm-hmm. time. Uh, it was just you know ten, twelve hours a day every day was getting getting to me and um, yeah. What are some video games that you're really inspired by? Ooh. Inspired? Uh, did definitely you know Legend of Zelda is up there. Uh, the symbol. Which ones? Uh, I only played the 3D ones. The mm-hmm. you know uh, 
Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask. Like the, Twilight the sort of, Princess? I didn't play Twilight Princess. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you like that? We we just got one that one for the week, yeah, regular. Yeah, watching that fa- of mm-hmm. replaying that on the Wii. I went to PS3 during that 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 period. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what's the other ones? Uh, I played Skyward Sword. It was good, mm-hmm. really cool. I mean, it just he uh, he knows how to portray an experience. It's not about like I'm going to be the most badass guy ever. It's just, it's about exploration and like yeah. seeing cool shit and like crazy shit happening. You know, because it's there's not a lot of like. Uh, uh, leveling up and getting no. bigger armor and becoming a he's crazier the, person. He's the passing by the store hero, the one who like yes. sees the sign and is like, "Oh, I should go check that out." Yeah. Milestones are more. It uh, makes you feel like you're important. you're yeah. there. You're in high Yeah, it, it's very. Would you say it's immersive? Oh, extremely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, immersive. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't played a lot of the Zelda. Well, I yeah. I mean, you've watched me. Play. I've, I've watched you play. <laughs> it. We play a lot of Zelda. Mm-hmm. I I play so many video games. <laughs> Any games besides uh, um, Zelda I for you? In terms of what I want to achieve, something like mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Five, where they actually have a mission that tests your cell phone use. I I know so little about Metal <laughs> Gear Solid. What does that mean? Uh, okay, so. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just explain it. It's cool. It is I, I know cool. that... I'll tell you what I know. Uh, it's got weird dun, dun, stuff dun, dun, dun. and that there's Solid Snake and he's a he's an edgy guy and yeah. he dodges around buildings and doesn't sneaky. let people see them. He's a sneaky He's guy. a sneaky, sneaky, he's a sneaky sneaker. Sneaky guy. Uh, and he says trans rights. Trans rights. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it totally is. Um, let's see. Uh, the whole series as a whole, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, probably. And then... Um, it's, it's liberal in general, I think. Very anti-government, you know, conspiracy, mm-hmm. all that bullshit. Um, Cell phone use. Build your Solid 5. Uh, you go back in time. Well, you don't go back. In, like, it's in the 70s, 80s? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is okay. that like that? It's it's a flashback type thing? No, it's a different dude because, spoilers, uh, Solid Snake is a clone of this original <sighs> badass. A clown? I remember hearing about this, yes. Yeah, he's a clone from an original oh, badass clone. who's basically kind of like a Che Guevara, kind of like led a revolutionary war, like a, a mercenary band and stuff like that. Okay. So this takes you back, and you hear about it all in the other games, but this takes you back to when it happens, and he, you kidnap yourself an army. You uh, you're legit, when you're out in your <laughs> missions and you're like punching people and sneaking past, uh, you just kidnap a bunch of like, mercenaries and they're like now you're in my as army, you do you know? okay and, yeah. uh, so and they're mercenaries slowly, so they're okay with it <laughs> yeah you slowly build your your like like revolutionary army um and sort of like in minecraft you're just holding some seeds and chickens just start following you ex- uh, a little bit like that i'm it's i'm sure it's exactly like that you, you punch seeds. them and then you tie a balloon around them and then they're picked up by a helicopter but really yes, yes. <laughs> I have seen clips of that. It's in, yeah, yeah, and um, I, I, for, I, I didn't know it was that. I just remember like weird, like weird, like sort of out of place sort of yeah. things. And I was like, like I like I watch a lot of video game compilations. And so, so the the question to ask is, how are you challenged when instead of like this lone wolf, you have like this whole team of people supporting you, and you can actually just like I need a rocket launcher, and it gets dropped off. So it's it's cool that you have. I love it pretty much infinite supplies. Mm-hmm. So the challenge in this mission was like, all right, I'm gonna run around, blow up this tank, then you look at a route, and like, uh, well, look, the main thing is like your rocket launcher only has um, so many rockets on it, so you need to get constantly uh, reloaded, does that make sense? Yeah. So you're ordering supplies, 
uh, on like a map. Be like, okay, I'm gonna be there. Uh, drop out supplies, and it takes like a minute or so. This is Which, time management. Yeah, it's time management. This is gonna take a minute, so I gotta get the rock, get my rockets here. Okay, go, go, and then you're like running there, ordering stuff. Yeah, I was uh, on your phone. It's interesting. Like, it's, it's like yeah. working in a store. Yeah, it, so it's stock and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it sounds silly, but it was like uh, I felt to me that felt like the future of video gaming. Like it's uh-huh. testing you on things besides like video game fantasy stuff. Yeah, that's definitely different. Yeah, I like. That. I recently watched a video about second person viewing in video games. Did what you is see that? that? No, 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 no. I right, saw the headline. Like first, what is it? It okay? So it's like first person, third person, and then what's like second first, person? Well, first person, you know, is like. From like you're your looking gun. out of an eye and you can see your arms maybe and sometimes your and s- your arms maybe and sometimes your feet if you're lucky. Um, if you're lucky, <laughs> you're really lucky. Um, there might be feet. I gotta have see feet. that I'm so feet. Lucky. Like you know when you look down and there's feet, you're like, this is a good game. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> uh, and then mirrors like sh- yeah. blow away. But yeah. um, and then the third person is your your controlling somebody and you're they're walking forward and you can see their whole body but you're controlling them second person so they sort of the best way of viewing it was basically it was this game and i i don't want to take his video like work but like basically i'll, I'll just very quickly you're just quoting it. it's okay basically there was this game where it was a chase game mm-hmm. and originally you're driving a car and this person can switch heat they they yes they they switch between they can change it to the body of somebody else who's in uh-huh. a car so they like can turn into like somebody else okay and at one point you're in the car you're you switch into another car that turns out was tracking you uh-huh. and you're driving and it looks it looks like it's first person right but the car that you're driving is the one you're chasing oh okay okay so are you're you s- following this jesus yeah yeah you sound like you understand you're thing in control of somebody that you're you're in control, but you're not in that perspective at all. You're no. watching from a different person's perspective. Yeah, oh. you you are being chased right now. You are mm-hmm. turning the car. You oh. second person. You, you are second person. You're looking out through somebody else's eyes while controlling yeah. the person that you're watching. Yes. Yes. That's fine. And the up. car. So the car that you're looking through the eyes okay. of is a AI, yeah. and the car that you're driving is the one that's your ch- that. That that's is cool. Chased. I'd I like say that. that that's second person. That's awesome. I, I'm glad I didn't watch the video so you could explain. So it that's to, <laughs> to me that that's just like so cool. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that people are branching out and doing things that would be just like who yeah. would think to do that? No, like, exactly. There's all sorts of weird stuff. Like I don't feel bad about not being a writer or whatever anymore because it's like I feel with video games I can get my thing out there. Whenever it happens, you know, I'm not even close to plugging anything in. Um, and it's a viable product because it's a video game. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like kind of like running a restaurant. Like, well, people are going to fucking play video games. Like, it's going to be an experience, you know, so it's... And people are going to eat in restaurants. Yeah. just feels play. a little easier than making a movie to me. Also, I can do it by myself, which is mm-hmm. cool. Although, yeah, that's the exciting part. Although, yeah. Devin... I need you to make a movie. I know. I need to make a movie. I've been. I've, you can make a movie. I, I've I've made movies and I love Such making movies. Such a director, movies. though, oh, right? Yeah? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, but, like, like in my opinion, Devin often gives off this vibe of the scruffy, weird director that knows what they're doing, but just I never do knows know what, what I'm doing, doing, and I'm really good at it. But it's it's every time that I've tried to to work on like a really good movie, uh-huh. I've just have not had the, had enough it's, time. Like I've been okay. 
or resources. But I've recently I have had the time and I have had the resources. But then it, we the people weren't able to meet up because your your work schedule changed. Yeah, but right. Hopefully, sooner than later, I can actually. I think so. That, some, so none of the movies that I've actually made, I have. I've never been proud of a movie that I've made. Mm-hmm. Although mm-hmm. your the stories are yeah. really interesting. Okay. Like I I. I've always been looking forward to it. So what's the website? Where's it on? <laughs> well, you I, plug I mean, your own stuff on the podcast. Uh, you might as well at least once. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> my my website's got a weird name. Um, it's called Devin Cook. D e v i n Cook dot Neo Cities dot org. Neo Cities. It's like Geo Cities, right? But, but it's, it's Neo City. It's like this new thing where like it. Nice. You like do your own HTML and stuff. I learned about two things today. Yeah. Neo Cities. Check out Neo Cities. Also check out DevonCook.NeoCities because that's cool. got linked to my Instagram and my Twitter and my YouTube. HTML is fun. It is fun. It's... What's the name of this podcast again? It's called Moonbase Beta colon not a space podcast. Ah. But not like colon like. <laughs> <laughs> Moonbase Beta colon the uh, the emoticon for a colon. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I was going to say I want to see that. I don't. Thank you. That would be so jarring. Moon phase beta. Uh, all right. So moon, 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 moon colony. Yeah. I mean, I, I, for a while I was really enraptured with the idea because first of all, like I hated my job. So I love the idea of just like, like, I don't know, some Armenians getting together, getting, buying like a building or something and then having it be like some sort of like, uh, like art colony thing. Um, it could still happen. Although, I mean, now it's going to cost like several million dollars or something like that. But maybe like in Utah? We can kickstart it. Yeah. I mean, kickstart it. Go fund me. Somewhere. Something like that. Like in you, you're talking about about like starting a what a club a moon reenactment society <laughs> is this a, like go to like is this death like a valley convention and... though because like, it sounds oh like a convention floor it it's like renaissance like... festival except it's the moonaissance festival i changed my mind i want to do this <laughs> I, I actually love this the idea because it sounds so cool walking into a building and it looks like we're on the moon or oh, or like so well i mean the moon doesn't like look you're setting set, setting up in the, like the desert you know Oh, no, or like Death work. Valley where it's already inhospitable so you already don't go outside you're staying in the geodomes that are like erected there and you just it's like a Harmonto uh, yeah, we'll like reenactment a, society it sounds more like but. a survival convention <laughs> I know it's, okay let, let me it's, it's good we talked about that let me, let me think about something else instead uh, <laughs> <laughs> well okay so what we got we have a that can be the name of the podcast let me think about we, something else instead <laughs> we have the Harmon Harmontown community um, like I just it felt it felt like so palpable like something had happened yeah something... it really felt like within our grasp for quite yeah. a while there. it I mean like that's I mean isn't like that's what I c- c- human connection mm-hmm. is like my high mm-hmm. it's like like I watch compilations of people taking You're going care through of withdrawal other quite often. Yeah, <laughs> I always and so when I see people connecting to people on like a really real level, I'm just like, this is everything. This is so important and so precious and so what we're supposed to be doing in life. That's why it's so natural and so comfortable and so appealing to everyone because it's it's what we should do. You're it's, the one who is most inspired. Sort of came up with the idea for this podcast I to did. begin with. I did. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I I just the thought that Harmontown was ending I was like okay that's good Harmontown is ending because Harmon's in a better place mm-hmm. but then I was like but some people aren't 
there are some people who still need this and right. who still need a place to come to and i was like so that's what this is i was like we have to do something for these people we can't just leave them somebody has to take up the reins and you hear that something. people yeah we're not, we're not they're not leaving you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe maybe we can get uh herman and jeff on the show at some uh, point it's just maybe. Maybe, maybe just a guest thing to be like hey checking how you doing yeah it's, it's like, okay it's, um, it's like how naruto shows up every once in a while i've never seen naruto, naruto. i was gonna say that in Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Naruto Dragon Ball shows Z. Up in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Naruto shows up there. <laughs> I don't know what I'm, what am I getting at. I, I've got this an image in my mind of an anime that like was super popular. He has okay. an anime where his, his son is the protagonist. Yes. Does Does Naruto show up every once in a while? Yes. Yeah. Not, but he's not there all the time. Not all the time. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I had the right idea. So we're we're in, the second generation. But we're we're Baruto. <laughs> And oh, oh no! Nar- and Boruto's dad shows up every once in a while. But, uh, <laughs> great. We, we're called we're, we're Barmintown. <laughs> Bar- <laughs> and Barmintown's dad shows up every once in a while. Hey, Seuss. Yes. What are you really passionate about right now? Right now, um, you like know, our- since, since we're wrapping this up, uh-huh. I do want to share. Something that's really changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just a singing, singing, vocal toning specifically. Uh, so even if you don't sing, uh, what you can do in your car if you drive, or just whenever you're alone, or if you're or me, just yeah. like, breaking into someone's <laughs> like, car. Because because I will like if I get really really sad for some reason, mm-hmm. I just start singing everything that I think. I know. And Devin loves That's how it. I know that... Well, I don't like it, because that's how I know that you're really sad. <laughs> when I start hearing singing from the other room, it's like, oh, no, Amber, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, you can do it when you're happy, too. <laughs> <laughs> you should, probably. <laughs> but what you, you've gotten into... How'd you get into vocal exercises? Um, or actually, you were saying, what do you do in the car? Vocal, vocal toning. Uh, basically, you just hum a note out loud with mm-hmm. your mouth open. Uh, and... Um, Okay. What you'll notice happening is your breathing will slow down. At first, some people can only do it for like a few seconds. And they're like, holy shit, I can do hold this for like 20 seconds or whatever. And you, your breathing will slow down. You feel more calm. 40 minutes later, your mind is completely different. And you're driving uh, anyway. It's a meditation. Yeah, it's meditation. But it's for... That sounds like sort of like transcendental meditation, Honestly, like no. super a lot. Okay, trans- yeah. explain transcendental. I, I don't think I could. Google oh, but, it. But, well, what I've heard... Well, mm-hmm. This might not be correct. I thought it was. Can I say it? Like that you think something in your mind, usually a nonsense Mm -hmm. word, and you just sort of, and usually not like a specific mantra, just a nonsense Mm -hmm. word is what. Mm -hmm. So that way you're not like focusing on anything, and you're just repeating it over and over while you focus on your breathing. Yeah. And it just puts you in like a very like. Let's sort of enter another sort of plane of yeah yeah. That's it's it's very similar. And that's um that's my favorite kind of uh breath work kind Mm -hmm. of meditation because getting and I all often use like a sound like a, a mm-hmm. air conditioner or, or something like that to focus on mm-hmm. the white noise is so easy to like sort of allow your brain to go mm. into but sort of sort of be blank as well right 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 like almost that when like, you're wrapping your mind around something you know that so blank ambient. stare you get like when you're really bored but like you're not thinking about anything yeah. that exact mindset just for a really long period of time and it's just that lack of uh, resistance right like everything is just you're just sort of allowed you're just sort of there and and it, honestly just an emotionally different place yeah so 
Yeah, I, uh, I I love meditation so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm in I'm in the same but like. Um, Do you sing beyond the meditation stuff? Oh yeah, I um. There's this thing called vocal improv where you just like make up songs completely, like no, li- like kind of lyricless. Like, dude, dude, we're not doing that. No. Damn it! <laughs> I mean, Devin, I'm, I guess maybe. I think Devin looked at me. <laughs> I was like, because... oh, this you do. This is some good ass content it's, right here. But I mean, no, but Devin looked I mean, at me. I do that. What? I make up songs. I know you do. And they're good, though. Yeah? They're good. And I would ne- I'll would. i never do it for anyone but Devin. Just oh. clarifying, it's not going to happen. Jesus, would you do it for anyone but Devin? <laughs> As in our, our listeners? There's, there's a, yeah, not everybody, but around people are comfortable around. Like I, I remember when I first started getting a big ego in high school, I would sing a lot. And like I just stopped, you know, when I entered the real world because like, mm-hmm. it sucked, you know, and I didn't have any go anymore. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, I just started singing again and remembering how good it felt. Um, mm-hmm. I think the humming thing. I remember like Dan Harmon kind of getting close to it, like as a joke. Maybe the humming thing is kind of like how I listen to the, the, the. It's a white noisy kind of thing. For me, it's a double thing. It's like the noise itself, but also your lungs oh, exercise. Yeah. You can feel it. And you vibrate a bit. What do you mean? Dan was getting to it. He did in D and D. He did like a fake, like, uh, the, the like Arabic thing, Arabic, racist yeah. Arabic blood magic. And he went into it, and I could tell he he enjoyed how it felt. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That's that's some good insight that, yeah. that I hadn't thought about. Yeah, let's do, let's do he did seem like he was enjoying. It. Okay, let's all let's all let's all make uh, a note. Let's start with uh, what I started with. I, I first got into it because of this weird religion that would chant the word Hugh. 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 So we'll just start with that. Ready? You you start well. Yeah, just join it. Okay, yeah. I'm not ready. But I don't know what's going on, but I'll just figure it out. Oh, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, me and my sister. I have a twin sister. We would do that all the time as as like mm-hmm. kids. We would oh, like hum? we would yeah hum yeah, yeah, in yeah. unison because it sounded so and cool. create like yeah. a harmony. Sort and we of. would and we would sing we would sing all the time together mm-hmm. like constantly. We would go to church and we'd sing in church and we'd sing at home and we'd sing on road trips and we'd sing constantly. We went to music camp. Oh, that's lovely. It's weird because I family. I guess yeah. <laughs> my grandfather actually he he grew up in L.A. He mm-hmm. went. He he studied music, his voice and wow. for music, and he was okay. going to do singing. But then the war happened, and he went off oh, to war. Shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, then, oh shit! Oh shit! It's a good reaction to the to war time. <laughs> Ken Burns. So yeah. and so that sort of upheaved that plan right. because everybody was just sort of sent over whether they wanted to or not. Yeah. And then when you come back from war. There was a different. There's a different mindset, and he's yeah. like, I just wasn't able to do that kind of thing anymore. And he lost his hair. He, he says it's the helmet, but... Yeah. Helmets will do that. <laughs> um, but, but then he became, like, a huge, like... He did a lot of... He did a lot... Of, he had a, a hotel at one point where oh, okay. he, like, made donuts on Sundays and served them to veterans. And then he... Um, What's he his had, name? Plug his donuts. Well, <laughs> Don't... <laughs> Ew. I mean, he's not here anymore. Yeah. So, like, no more donuts. But, oh. um... Yeah, and he had uh, he had like a health food store. He he bought this store. It was in the newspaper in the LA newspaper. Healthy donuts. It was like a hundred thousand dollar store that he bought and was like extremely successful. But mm-hmm. then he got sort of into the ministry and sort of left that to foul that. But because of that, he met my grandmother who already had my mom. So he's not my blood related grandfather. But he met my grandma, and 
it uh, led to everything where me being here and happy and healthy mm -hmm. so whatever it turned out for the better that he left that behind and you were raised by him yes if I, he had not left i would not have been raised by him yeah um and i'm grateful for that even though sometimes he was a little close-minded about certain things he was a very wonderful strong independent amazing person you were raised by your grandparents you said yeah 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 can we do another vocal not because my parents were bad people or dead <laughs> sure. they just weren't capable of caring for me mm. it happens yeah they, i mean i was in close contact with my mom and i don't i don't really know anything about my dad i know a few things but do you want to do more vocal stuff i vocal. enjoyed that one really? i want to do another try Another, another do you one. want me to join in because i was mostly i got i got nervous and so i just sort of like faded out and then just listened to well, the it, really, it does take at least three times to really okay. like let's do it. more two more hues you were just so for it i was like and really then another impressed. one uh, another one of your yeah, ideas yeah. okay okay you, you. Exhaling as much as you can. I can't do that. I, my lungs are weird. <laughs> no, because if I do it, I'll go into a coughing fit. I have like the doctor says it's anxiety. It might be. I don't know. Anxiety does weird things. <laughs> See, okay, maybe you also shouldn't do that. Are you okay? You look like you just. I don't feel well. Like you just did. Do you have do you have one that will make me feel better? <laughs> <laughs> it's just just get the right herbs out. It's like a mm. medicine. You you a little add on it you got a little put cute. a little tail on the end thank yeah. you so much <laughs> hey Seuss, sing us a song you're the piano man <laughs> this is exactly the, not sing us what a song you tonight a candid candid thing you know I was, I was having waiting for tonight by jennifer lopez in my head do it again long. do it some more um that's beautiful waiting for tonight oh when you will be here in my arms waiting for tonight Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Here we go. That, that right, was cool. perfect. Yeah, yeah. We found it. Um, Joanna Curtis asks mm -hmm. If humanity got to the point of being able to build a colony on the moon for real or on Mars, would you want to be a part of it? So we talked about like right. the ideas of sort of an imaginary one, but like if tomorrow there was news. We were tomorrow? on the moon. People are able. To, it's affordable. You can go up there. Right. Do you want to do that? Do you want to, or are you more Ernie, where you don't want um, to live on the moon? I'm honestly like overall yes. I remember I had a dream where like like uh, they were like, yeah, you're going, you're going up there. And I was like, I felt the real anxiety, like holy shit, I'm gonna go on a rocket. I, I was frightened to death, but I'm like, well, I have to. I'm gonna. I need to see space. I need to. Like, mm -hmm. I, 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 like, if I can't say no to that, like, um, but it felt uh, vulnerable and scary, and like, that's how it's gonna be. I, honestly, I would say no right now, because mm -hmm. I think the people that need to go to space are gonna be these adventurous, 
I call them max multi-level people. I remember when they like they showed like the 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 new group of astronauts. Mm-hmm. One of them was a SpaceX engineer who was also a mountain climber <laughs> and also like a PhD in meth, like <laughs> like a million things. He was just like amazing at, it. and also built race cars and all this other stuff. And like those are the people that should go to space now, mm-hmm. just because there's gonna be some fucked up things happening Can the first I say couple of years. Tomorrowland, yeah. I want. Speak up. You can't, you Tomorrowland, can't I want that. Tomorrowland? Because yeah. have you seen that movie? A lot of people didn't. I didn't see the movie. It's a good movie. It's, I mean, like, it's, it's it an does, underrated it's, movie. If you want oh, cool. to see the cool city. I almost completely forgot. If you want to see the cool city, yeah. then you might not like the movie. Right. But it's not about the city. The right. movie is purely about some ideas the idea mm. of what could be if we all focused on like positive right. and everybody worked together and we found because and what made it really impactful to me was that they were they would gather people to be part of this right. before like the whole world like if we just something separate from yeah. the government that just everybody worked together and like the best people the kindest people mm-hmm. the most earnest people were part of it and it wasn't just engineers it wasn't just scientists right. but like artists and musicians were also chosen to everybody because all of those things are important to building a society yeah and that was really impactful to me i was like wow these are all like so art and music and things are all so integral just as they much as important. all the other things i think D will sequence. be in a really important uh, role-playing games will be an important space pastime because you're not going to have a lot of space for like a while. I think so too. I, like they put, they send <laughs> board uh, games, board games be big. and stuff into like prisons and stuff, and that yeah, really yeah. helps with people figuring yeah. stuff out. I'm just saying it's um, it's cool. It's just it's going to be really tough, and like um, there's just going to be like a lot of death the first couple of years. I'm sure. Boy, what 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 kind of death do you think is the most prevalent? Suicide. No, no, no. I meant okay. like technical failures. Because if I if I was up there in the emptiness of space uh-huh. with no way to really easily contact people, that might get depressing. No, there's. I mean, it, there's a like, delay. I guess you, but they. But I guess they sort of prepare for that kind of thing. They like. They yeah. have measures to prevent people from getting so deeply depressed that they don't want to be there anymore. Friendly robots. Aww. Friendly robots, plants. A lot of plants. I'm a strong oh, believer. Yeah. Just filling Nature. as much green space as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's important. It is important. Music, yeah. I'm sure they have like all sorts uh, of things. Probably. I think in the end, yeah, kind of. I do want to go. I have that spirit in me, but I just I don't know if I have the ability yet. But definitely when it's like Disneyland, sure. When it's like everybody can just get on their bus and go. <laughs> yeah, over. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely yeah, go then. Jane Cook asks. What's your favorite episode? Favorite episode? The one I'm on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's um, sand pollution. Think, yeah, yeah. Journals of Young Morrissey. I liked it even before I got in. Like, I loved Harmon, Harmon reading his journal. It was, like, mm-hmm. interesting. It was weird. That was one of the first ones that I shared with my dad. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Same with my mom. That was, like... I, I was really sh- shooken by the way that that particular really episode good. was yeah. laid out. I liked how it was Wait, I, cha- I changed my mind. It's actually the one where Greg Poops was a unicorn and he peed in a circle. I do yeah. remember. <laughs> That's the one that made you laugh at I remember yeah. that a lot of the episodes I laughed were, were with. with um, Poops? Yes. Yeah. Poops. Absolutely. He's golden. Greg Poops. Like, I, I laughed He's a gotta lot. come back. And I'm like, gotta come not back. really usually into very crass stuff. I mean, Harmontown made it accessible, but like. But that was funny. Yeah, was well, so funny. He's on a the different way, level. I think yeah, it's something yeah, yeah. about the way he says it too that it just sort of makes it, <laughs> you know. It was a perfect storm of ridiculousness. 
thank you for being on the show, Jesus. That's a good question, too. Why were you on the show, Jesus? <laughs> Why, I don't know. Why was it so nice to have you on the show, Jesus? Um, I drugged you all. <laughs> I think uh, that's a time for to bring it all to a close. Okay. <laughs> thank you but, so much. Yeah, You're very welcome. You. And everybody, uh, tune in for whatever episode is next. And, and we'll continue this strange journey with uh, Moonbase Beta, not a, not space, a space podcast. Bye-bye. All right, good luck. Burp-a-deer.